let's just hope for the best that it works <laughs> Yeah. So Ria's new hairstyle reminds me of Edna Mode from The Incredible. <laughs> um, and I think he says that it should become my Halloween costume uh, for this year. Next year. It's oh, sad. this year's It's 2022. <laughs> October and like. It's sad. It's sad because people can't actually see us. They can only hear us. So well, they, they can't see my the, hair. They'll see in the thumbnail of the video. Well, not video on the podcast. Oh, okay. We have to do a thumbnail also. I thought we were just using the one we made. Yeah, maybe like we post like our faces together, and then hmm. on the next we have like maybe like you know. Okay, we'll figure episode. that out. Okay, that's perfect. We'll figure that out. If we're too lazy, we won't do anything. Or not even post this. <laughs> <laughs> have it for the memories. <laughs> A failed attempt at podcasting. Oh my god! That should be that should be our podcast name. How we fail at, at podcasting. podcasting? Rusty would hate it that we failed at podcasting. He's been asking me to do this podcast for like a week now. Oh, so that's why you've been badgering me about. Yeah, it. See, like let's but, do it. No, but I was excited anyway. I was excited uh-huh. to do it anyway. But then Rusty was putting you know like peer pressure on me. Like, where is this podcast? I would have, I would have obviously, I would have done this earlier if I felt like I actually had something to say. Hmm. Um, but also at the same time, like I, I would prefer to talk when my flatmate wasn't around. Because yeah, I don't know. I just feel very self conscious about like the stuff that I say on the call. People, I don't know why. It's funny because we've like, spoken about the most randomest shit in the world. And you're self-conscious about this topic. That is true. Yeah. Um. So, how was your day, Ria? My day, I was at work until five p.m. Work was fantastic. I finished all my tasks. You were at home. I was. I was at home, but I was at work because it's work from home. Actually, I was just you know the way I'm sitting right now. I was. I was. I was that basically. That's how much I moved in the day. And so people can't tell, but I moved a hundred and eighty degrees basically on my VD chair. <laughs> for those who want to know what I've just done on video, yeah, awkward silence. Sorry, no, it was it was the internet connection because oh. like you broke. <laughs> oh, so I, that's what I mean. Like, hmm. it's fine. I, it's fine. We just roll with it. Yeah, we'll roll with hmm. it. Maybe next time we'll. If we actually manage to post this, one of us can get. Actually, we both of us can get a good mic or something. Because my mm-hmm. mom, my mom obviously, my mom shout out to my mom. She does <laughs> shout out to the only viewer of this podcast besides my mom. It's gonna be your mom. Shout out to my mom's YouTube also. Her name is Darthi K M on YouTube. Um, she she's got her own mic and everything for it. You know, like she's like a professional basically. Mm-hmm. Um, she's even done podcasts, and she had like two mics, um, for those like podcast interviews. So I think this was like a natural, like, I don't know, natural extension for me yeah. to be doing a podcast. As yeah, well, like, like mother, like daughter, like mother, like daughter. But your mom's growing so much on YouTube, like really quickly. It's yeah, impressive. I, so she started around like last year, right? Yeah. I, I when I subscribed, she had like less than less than fifty subs. Oh my god! And now she has like eight hundred and eighty now. Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's so it's a lot. Yeah, she's so close to nine hundred. I think she'll reach so cool. that like end of this month. Mm-hmm. We both just took a drinking break at the same time. <laughs> I needed water. Yeah, just alcohol, like solely. Yeah, I I just took a shot of vodka and Sally drank water. It was Sally. Why we started drinking water? Can we please? Why are you drinking water? It's so sad. Oh, one night I was mm. like, I'm really thirsty, mm. and like I don't have anything else. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna drink this bottle of water. Mm. I did. And ever since I've been hooked to water. <laughs> no, stop <laughs> it! I don't even recognize you anymore. You can't just drink water and leave me <laughs> in this water-hating club alone. 
you I mean I don't know like it's just it just makes me feel better about myself like Kylie, this is this, this is what we used to be well together. I used to drink coca-cola zero you've always had just like the sugary coca-cola yes but Pepsi max and now I'm on water like I tried to I've been trying to like today I did stingers like I've been having one one can hmm. a few days a week but yeah. only that but mostly water because I want to be healthier I guess I don't know I, I just like water now as long I've as it's like a bottle, in a bottle it's fine I've yeah, put a timer on my phone now I've put like a timer on my phone or not a timer an alarm on my phone and it tells yeah. me to drink water once a day so at least I, I do that now that's not too yeah. bad for me at least but I yeah, do that I thought you wanted to start drinking more water because You want yeah. like to have a better, you want to have better skin. Yeah, I did. I did. That's why I put the alarm that reminds me to drink water once a day. It's it's get it's somewhere like I'll increase it at some point, but for now, I think one glass is a good way to start. Pro hmm. hmm. Mama messaged me asking me what we're doing, and she wants to know. So I told her she will see. <laughs> what are we doing? We're making babies. Shout out well. to our friend Pro Mama. <laughs> Hi, Pro Mama. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sally. What are we doing? It took us a very long time to get to this topic. What are we doing? I'll actually make myself another drink because it's a very hard-hitting topic, and I need to be a um, little more not taking myself seriously, basically. Oh, what is the topic that we're going to talk about here? Ah, uh, it's the topic that you decided we should talk about. Which one? There's so many. No, the first one, sorry, the original one. Oh, the one about our parents. Yes. <laughs> okay, you didn't just you just didn't say it out loud. <laughs> I wanted you to like reveal it properly, but you did not do that. So. Okay, so our podcast ideas sheet has three. I guess it has three ideas for now. Yeah. One is our sad childhood. <laughs> I don't know why anyone th- like I don't think I had a sad childhood apart from the fact that I don't have a father. Hmm. But I think Tria and I have been able to bond because of the fact that we we both don't have a dad. <laughs> we have single parents put it that way. <laughs> single yeah. Parents. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 partially that's that's not partially. It's quite it's quite a big reason why we bonded in the first place. I mean I don't actually think like I think the first time we properly talked was like when I found out that Ria doesn't have a father I think like on yeah, but but I remember the first time we actually became friends it was when one of our other friends um took us to a temple in East London and yeah. <laughs> it was basically Sally and I the only two atheists in the group With a bunch I of people. I just wanted to like, wear sari, by the way. Like yeah. I just wanted to wear. So yeah, and I don't even know why I was there. Honestly, I think it was just because everyone was going. So I was like, okay, I'll come. But I didn't really need to be at a I temple. Mean, I mean, in Maharashtra, do we even celebrate Navratri that much? Like, it's not a big deal, is it? No, it wasn't Navratri. It wasn't Navratri that we went for. It was some. It was some other. It wasn't Navratri. It was a holy, some kind of holy day. No like way. not not like not holy, but like uh, uh like H O L Y holy, holy day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, we it was some kind of day, and we we went there. There was some Jain. I actually think it was like Navratri or something. It, I don't. I really don't think it was Navratri because then it wasn't. It was just the one day celebration. It wasn't like you know the nine yeah. day thing. I think so anyway. end of navratri maybe that's possibly something. it could have been yeah i don't remember but anyway we went to this temple and it was saili yeah. and i and a bunch of people that really like going to temples or like people who prayed a lot and then after the temple we went to have food <laughs> <laughs> and and the food is the place that i actually became friends with saili because We went to have food, and it was us with I think four vegetarians, 
and it was a very like spiritual day so you were not supposed to have non veg food that day i think all of them were vegetarian i think the rest of, like only one person was vegetarian but the rest no 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 all of them were vegetarian i will i will tell you i don't think you remember who was on that table but i will tell you um uh, yeah clearly don't remember <laughs> yeah sure lost but yeah there was so it was silly and i we went to a temple and then after the temple we went for dinner with four vegetarians on this very spiritual day when you're not supposed to eat meat so we're at the dinner table sairi calls the waiter and sairi and i looked at each other like what do you want to eat and i think i don't know who said it but i think i said let's have chicken biryani and sairi sairi was very down to have chicken biryani that day so just spite the vegetarians on our table and we ordered chicken biryani and the waiter was speaking in hindi actually because i don't know what kind of restaurant it was but the waiter was, was speaking in hindi like hyderabadi one you know i i don't i think so yeah it was something hyderabadi but i forgot the name we wouldn't have had like we wouldn't have had biryani if it wasn't hyderabadi yeah and <laughs> so waiter the waiter said and i have the snaps that i took of you when you ordered the biryani yeah. and the waiter is like a uh, small or large madam and sairi is like chalo large packet <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like what do you mean we are two people both of us don't eat that much food and sairi is like ek large chicken biryani chalo don't actually remember i have i have the snap i have a snap of you because i put you on my snapchat story when you ordered the large chicken biryani on like a very spiritual day when everyone else is praying <laughs> and that's i mean that's we the... took it home right the rest of it we took home at queue yeah so. we I, you took it home i did it yeah of course i always take food home it's the only <laughs> way i can justify paying um like outside but yeah the, the the reason the reason why <laughs> i think that is the first time we actually became friends is when you ordered chicken biryani I mean, full of if I think about it, like I wasn't a massive fan of Rios because, like, she kept calling Stratford a gal, and I was like, "You live in Vauxhall; it's like not that far away." To be fair, I also called London a gal. Yeah. Anyway, but like, I was just like, I. I didn't exactly see her as a friend at that point. Like, I I wasn't even seeing like anyone as a friend really because it was too soon. I think to like start naming friends really. Um. I I've always been like very wary of making friends either way like I'm just like mm, I'd much rather be alone like if I don't have people I can't trust like not trust but like I just I just need to like properly open up to people before I can call them my friends mm. and I think that process took about 2 years <laughs> it could have also been I think the other time we could have really bonded was when we were stuck in Ethiopia for 11 I hours think- I I would say we did become friends then. Yeah, I was. I, I think like, so too. I was still pretty like wary. I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna like see what she's like. I'm not gonna like try and do or say anything or like I don't know. I was just like I had very specific ideas about Ria from other people that we were also friends with. Like, oh no, it was. It was. I mean, like they weren't. Okay, these other people—they weren't exactly like saying bad things about her. In fact, they were actually trying to defend her. Oh but wow! I was like, uh, no, yeah, they were like, oh, I mean, no, I mean to be honest, like, let me tell you, like, they were always like, oh, um, I know you don't like her, but she can actually be nice, and like, she's not that, she's not actually that bad. Blah 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 blah. So, I'm actually not that bad. Like people always assume <laughs> a lot before they actually yeah. speak to me. But I feel like nobody else really had that. Like, hmm. I think sort of connection with you. Hmm. People can actually try and get to understand you, and I think that's fine. Like, not hmm. everyone can understand what either of us have been through. I guess like, I yeah. think been through, like had some random struggle or something. But I we think we've had a fair few struggles. We've had a fair few struggles. Yeah, but I I just think that like having uh like having a difficult childhood in terms of having only one stable parent, mm-hmm. even that parent is sometimes mentally unstable. Sometimes, um, I auntie auntie. 
it's not i mean uh, this is true like even sheila agree like i've had to step in and be the be the mother for like a while like even now like she will literally like text me with her crises and i'll be like oh you know do this do that but yeah like i i i totally agree i think i've now i have been mothering my mother now because she does exactly. the most ridiculous things sometimes and well, she like, didn't you have to make her eat green vegetables recently. i swear i swear how does how does a grown woman not eat green vegetables like mama if you're listening can you please start eating vegetables what are you doing and go to a doctor you're not having your regular checkup so what is this take care of your yeah. health my mom takes care of her health like you yeah, know running she, she she runs marathons that's very cool my mom's a sports influencer by the way guys like her instagram's rtkm you ever want to follow her a a r a t i k we'll just tag her when we post the podcast <laughs> yeah. people mentioned yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh my god people mentioned people we met, talked about but we did not name not happening we're not naming that's anyone on, <laughs> that's on my close friends i will i will name on my close friends <laughs> let's go hmm i mean right. i feel like if i if i was bothered enough i would probably like to tag them <laughs> on my yeah. names But yeah it's just i i'm not yeah i'm not really, bothered to yeah. they remove from their following list <laughs> no me no me only one of them but yeah i'm i'm not i'm not as bothered because to be fair it was such a long time ago and <laughs> yes as this now but i feel check i chat no i'm not i'm not bothered by these people huh. yeah yeah in particular because like they're not that relevant to me anymore plus whatever happened wasn't that big a deal compared to other things that have happened oh my right? god our life year and my life has been a fucking <laughs> roller coaster <laughs> in the last year the last year was honestly so difficult not difficult but it was like frustrating because yeah it was it was very frustrating i didn't care about did shit that they probably should know done yeah yeah jobless but we weren't we actually had shit to do and <laughs> <laughs> the dissertation right we had like like her documents that were never ending <laughs> oh my fill. god that do- i was actually i remember yeah. that those documents just never ended honestly is she's talking about my visa yeah, but- and job documents oh my god that was never ending that's what i mean i had so many essays to do i had a dissertation to mm. do i was actually doing that stuff during december and like mm. a lot of the stuff that happened in december i was like this is so unnecessary like don't these other people actually have dissertations to write no did they, like have you not seen the degrees they do of course they did not have dissertations to write no wonder they were so jobless <laughs> just like they, they are now friends <laughs> okay we will get back to topic now anyway our difficult childhoods <laughs> let's talk let's talk about why our childhood is terrible i don't Sorry, think I like being a single child in a so growing up in pune obviously there's not much elitism in like schools or anything no like even that. in even in mumbai i i feel like i either i grew up let's not talk about where i'm from because this is a public <laughs> podcast anyway but, um, regardless um i think i grew up around very nice people like i think okay so let me start again there is two 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 point of views for my childhood a i was judged because most of my friends didn't know that i had one parent because right. a lot of people listening wouldn't know but for like a good 10 years of my life i was basically told like this is something between us we don't need to reveal this outside so i was basically lying through my childhood and a lot of my friends didn't even know that i had um just one parent so for like the majority of my childhood it did not affect me in school and in a levels is when my friends first found out because i told those friends because i felt like i was old enough to like talk about it and those were the people that actually knew but even they were fantastic people and i'm still friends with all of them to this day they're all really good people so i did not feel judged or different or less than in mumbai at all like it's just not happened yeah hmm. what I was yours like 
yeah um like most obviously it's different when your parent passes away because mm. with with the divorce it's like your i guess your other parent is still around but you just we did guess, we like, did not give them this information <laughs> yeah depending upon the circumstance like you either see your like a strange parent or you will still probably like mm. I mean that's some sort of contact there I guess hmm. but for me because obviously I was growing up when I was like I was only 3 when my father passed away so it was obviously like a lot more different in the sense that like when I was in pre primary like my I used to get called to the um therapist like the counselor's office a lot hmm. and I didn't realize why because back then they called it like the toys room or like the play room oh. so you would just go there and like the counselor would watch you and blah 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 and stuff I remember in senior KG or like my first or second grade someone did spread a rumor saying like oh some like some bull appeared to my father or something and that's how he died. Bull. And I was like oh. <laughs> kids are so stupid like what Oh my god. That was that was that, that didn't make me feel different because I obviously like just told them like at like I was how old 8 Nine. Mm. I was like, no, my father had cancer. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, you're just trying to feel cool at that point. Huh? <laughs> no, I was just like, what kind of a stupid rumor is this? <laughs> I, th- I think it really. I mean, I don't, I don't. Again, like, I don't really feel like I was made to feel any different. But mm. obviously, like, teachers, up till a certain point, did mm. try to like make sure I was okay or like. if i ever had like breakdowns in school they would like mm. make sure that like, asking what was happening or if it's like mm. anything to do with my father i do mm. remember like some like some random days in school where i would like end up crying mm. because maybe someone brought up their dad and i was like feeling lonely and sad so mm-hmm. but i think i think the real turning point came in my childhood when like two of my classmates their parents their dads also passed away when we were like eight or ninth grade mm-hmm. obviously i feel like now in hindsight i wish like i had actually like you know gone and talked to them talked to them like been like oh are you okay like i've obviously been through these situations mm-hmm. but i feel like when when you're at a much younger age, age yeah yeah when you're at a knowing age and your family passes away i will never know what it feels like because i was yeah. also like, at these times in at these times i was also like 15 or 16 like like mentally i was not that evolved to go yeah. and check on my friends from mm-hmm. class um so yeah i mean i i feel like they were definitely given like the attention and like the mm-hmm. the holidays or whatever they would need mm-hmm. i don't feel like i was in the position when i was like sick when i was like i don't know four i think that's when i went to school first yeah um but like i think our moms have like definitely played a massive massive role because i know like my mom had to go and like admit me in school a week after my dad died mm. and she was just like sitting there and like filling out the forms while crying because they wouldn't give us an extension to enroll me in school well for for you it might have been easier because your mom's a teacher right yeah but that happened like a lot after um so she used to be a teacher before i was born and then when i was younger then she um took a break for a few years and then went back into teaching and now she's like in a more higher up position but um for me um part of the reason why um they split up in the first place was my education because they did not agree on um where i should be educated and what kind of education i should receive so i mean i'm making this really short but yeah that is part of the reason there are a lot more reasons but it is it is part of the reason but um yeah throughout school i don't think it was a big deal except i don't know how you felt but what were fathers days like at school when they used to celebrate fathers day fathers day thankfully we never celebrated fathers day in school and the only family mm. day i remember is like grandparents day Yeah, I used to have grandparents day at school, so that was great. And the lucky thing for me is um when I was growing up, my school also didn't celebrate Father's Day. They only started <laughs> that when I was in 11th, 12th grade. So I was uh-huh. like 17, 16, 17. It was pretty okay for it to be at that point because at that point obviously I've made my peace with it and I have grown up a yeah. certain way. for the majority of my life so it didn't make a difference to me then but if i was 
five and six and I could see a lot of people celebrating Father's Day, bringing their dads to school, that would have been really difficult for like a younger child. Definitely. I mean, I think um, I'm actually kind of glad in that way that these kind of days were really a thing mm-hmm. when we were Yeah. Up. And Not even, yeah, okay. now that like my mom works at a school and I know these guys are celebrating like Father's Day and even Mother's Day. I just kind of feel bad because what if people don't have a father or a mother? Like either yeah. you make it a parents' day, so it's like inclusive. I think we also have parents' day. I'm not sure completely, but we might have had parents' day. But yeah, definitely parents' day. Yeah, it's just it just I feel bad for like younger kids, and there are definitely younger kids in the school that I went to who have one less parent of whatever kind. But yeah, I just I just feel like it's definitely not something they should. They should make adjustments so that everyone feels a little bit, you know, included. I agree because I feel, I don't know, I, I feel like um, in school there was definitely a taboo though, like about talking about mm-hmm. um, your, like, I guess, sad <laughs> childhood, like not sad childhood, but like the fact that you don't have a parent, like mm-hmm. it was a bit of like a shush shush thing, I felt like. Yeah, I exactly. I think I, it was, I think it was not a school thing. I think it was an early two thousands India thing where you would just yeah. try to keep it, um, because, I mean, it's not that it's changed a lot even now that it's become really open and you're allowed to talk about it. It's only that we're allowed to talk about it because we come from a part of a society where it's open to discuss about things oh, like definitely. this. Yeah. But yeah, for the most of my childhood, I was basically told, "Hey, don't." You don't need to mention it. Just say your dad works in this country. He works in that country. He works in this field. Just say that if anybody asks. And I'm like, okay, because I'm a young, impressionable child. I'll just listen to what I'm being told and I will do it, right? So so that that is what my childhood was like. In fact, I even slipped up one time when I was in, I think, third or fourth grade. And one of my friend's um, parents actually asked me, Oh, oh my god where's your dad oh and and um okay I cannot give this information because this is a public podcast but anyway so I, I did know at that point where my dad was okay <laughs> and 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 um and my friend asked me so obviously I was too young to lie so I said where my dad was and it happened to be the same city that we were in right so okay. he wasn't so I um my friend then asked me, Oh, oh, where does he live? And her mom is standing there, okay. So they're kind of expecting answers from me. And I wasn't smart enough to say that, oh, he lives with us, obviously, too. Okay. Yeah. Because I was I was like eight. Okay. So I wasn't lying. I mean these kind of parents are clearly digging for information. That yeah, yeah, have. definitely. No, I agree. And I, I now I know that, but I was eight at the time. And then my mom just came in and then she she took the conversation, okay? And I'm just like, okay, like I was not. And I remember feeling like, oh, I said something that I wasn't supposed to say. Right, yeah. Which is the weirdest thing ever. Like, firstly, how is that my fault? It's not. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true, yeah. Like I'm eight years old and these people are obviously digging for information and I really don't have all the answers because I'm eight. So (laughs) yeah. And then it was just awkward, I guess. It was really, it was awkward. And at the time I knew it was a scary situation because I remember it to this day. So I just... I don't think think my mom ever like told me to or not tell people about... about but I guess it's because it's because it's more acceptable to say that your father passed away. Like it wasn't like that. It was like she let mm. me make my own decisions about who I want to tell and who I don't want to tell. Mm. But she obviously told me not to tell strangers about yeah. my dad. Mm. Because like even now to this day, like if someone at airport security asks me, because mm. usually like when you're doing immigration, like and oh say, my god, every time at immigration, if someone's asked. If I was related to Anubam Kher, no. <laughs> the amount of times I've been asked that, I'm like, no, I am literally not related to any Kher of any kind. No, but, okay, so even then, like, when I'm, like, in immigration, like, inward immigration, so at Mumbai Airport or Pune Airport, usually when they say an Indian, when they see an Indian in, like, a, with an American passport, 
and I start speaking Marathi to them. They're just like fucking bothered. Like, thing is, they'll start speaking in Hindi to me if I'm in Mumbai. And I'm like, I don't know how to speak Hindi. Can I please speak Marathi? And they'll be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the first question after that is usually like, oh, so how do you have an American passport? How do you speak Marathi so well? And then after that, oh, so what does your dad do? Oh, <laughs> um, my God. Software oh, my God. He's <laughs> a software and engineer. Do you know? Oh, you say he's a software engineer. Okay, I guess that's fair. But you know, I I literally I do that too. I do this to this day, and I feel bad every time because I don't want to lie, and I don't. I just don't want yeah, people exactly. to ask but me. But like, you're not you're not going to go through a whole like life. Yeah, drama, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. No, no, I agree. I, I agree with you. It's just I don't want people to ask me in the first place. Don't put me in a position where I have to lie to you because in my head it's just weird, right? Why do they always ask about your dad also? Like, what, oh my god! What, like, just ask me about my mother. <laughs> no, they never ask. Oh my god! I swear, even like now. Okay, my mother is single. Would you like her number? <laughs> <laughs> Mine is also, if you want. <laughs> but but um yeah, I was I was saying basically every time I meet someone's parents, like a friend's parents. they would yeah. just be like oh what does your dad do and then i have to lie that oh he does so and so career like every time i change my lie every 5 6 years cuz i get bored of it <laughs> i've changed his country like now. three times i've changed which country he lives in like three times and what's your lie right now then let us know no <laughs> <laughs> right now right now right now he's um a mechanical engineer in a singapore It should be actually less like it should be less glamorous than that. Don't you want him to live a worse off life? But he is a mechanical engineer in Singapore. Okay, just let him be. Glamorous. He needs to be in like some. Okay, no, oh, no, no, no. He's an he's an accountant. He's an accountant. He's an accountant. Okay, he's an accountant. Yeah, he's he failed the CA exam twice, and now he's trying to give the. He's an accountant exam. in Delhi. That's it. That's the new life. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like. Yeah. Okay. So, if anybody asks me what my dad does from this day on, I will say he's an accountant in Delhi. Yeah, but because... also he mentioned he mentioned make sure you mention he failed his CA exam. See, the reason why I don't say Delhi is because if I meet someone from Delhi, they'll ask me questions about Delhi, and then I won't have answers to them. That's why yeah, I, I mean, say a very random country where they won't like question me further. Like, have you ever been to Savdar Jung or something? Like, I've been to Chani Chowk. I really love butter chicken. <laughs> so nice. See, this is why I say countries like, oh, he's in Malaysia, he's in Singapore, he's in Thailand, because you know, no one's gonna question me again. Sure, but you could always countries. say like, oh, he left, he didn't live in Delhi all his life, so I I don't know anything about it. If they mm. ask you, like you, like he only he only recently moved, so I don't know. Yeah, but then that's that's too risky. Like, hey, anyway, we've 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 moved on a tangent. Anyway, basically, yeah, I I I lie every time someone asks me. I lie, and I hate doing it. I would wish that people would stop asking me what my dad does. That is yeah. what I want. Ideally, that is what I want. I don't want you to ask me. Firstly, why should it matter what my parents do, right? Ask me. Yeah, I mean, ask me like I am. I am twenty-one, almost twenty-two years old. Oh my God! You're still twenty-one. You're such a baby. And I have, I have a career of my own. Like I don't need you to ask me what my parents yeah, do. And it's always, your... it's always what my dad does. It's never what my mom does. Mom does. Yeah, which is just, it's just so strange. Like. and i don't understand the need for like at least like the older indian generation to care about what your family does i don't know me neither i don't know i don't understand the obsession either yeah and it's, it's always oh i interrupted you go on no i was just saying it's weird yeah okay so Yeah, I just find it super strange, and it's it creates a very awkward situation because you don't want to explain, you don't want like like you said, you don't want to explain to everyone. Oh, my dad has passed away, so you just do the quick lie to end the conversation. But I don't want to do that because it's awkward for me, and I've done that for like ten years But of my life. What? Like, 
I feel like every time I do end up telling people, they're just always like, "Oh, I'm so sorry," but then I'm like, I don't yeah. really care that. Yeah, literally, I swear, <laughs> okay. I swear, and like, I like people would just be like, "Oh, that's too bad." Yeah, I, I literally, I don't care that much because when my parents like split up, they were I was five. So yeah. for for all I know, my life has been with one parent. It's more. It wasn't like oh, I used to live this happy jolly life with my mom and my dad. It was happy jolly, and then one day some big traumatic thing happened, and they split up, oh. and then I was changed forever. Like no, that did not happen. No, it just I feel like I don't know. For all I barely any have even have any memories of my dad. Do you have any memories? No, none, none. I mean, I feel like I do have one memory, but someone who did psychology once told me that I could have, like, I could made up your own. Yeah, you could have made up your own memory because you were too young to have yeah. remembered anything. So it, I don't know, but I, I don't know. But have you had this conversation with your mom ever, or like, has your? Because my mom asked me recently hmm. if I ever like. I guess she asked me something like along the lines of whether having a single parent made my life significantly worse something like that she asked me and it kind of resulted in a very like emotional conversation where i like i almost cried like i me talking to my mom <laughs> um so have you has your mom ever asked i you actually that? i actually have had this conversation it was not not too many months ago actually and um we were talking about would it have made a difference in my life if they wouldn't have split up it's different from your case because yeah. obviously you can't bring your dad back mm-hmm. but but mine could have still been you know around even if they were separated yeah but we we had this discussion and i told my mom that honestly even if he was there we would be in the same situation that we are in right now like I don't think it would have made even one percent of a difference to my life if he yeah. was there or he wasn't there because he hasn't been there for all the years when I was growing up. Now I'm done growing up, right? Yeah. So I mean, technically, technically you're done yeah, yeah, up, but, but like, not your mom anymore. Yeah, it's just like I just, I just feel like the age where he could have had an influence on my life is gone. Yeah. So even if he was there, it would make no difference to me. And, and I think it, if you brought up like my the question that my mom asked me was like, do I miss the fact? Do I think I missed out on having like two, a two parent childhood? I guess you can't because, really answer that because we never had no, it. No, we can. We can. Hmm. We can. Technically, we can because my mom like almost got married like a few times. I don't know if I should say this, but like. One time she almost got married. Um, I feel like I'm airing my mom's like dirty laundry. <laughs> but I guess like I when I was when I when my dad passed away, I was at an age where like if my mom had remarried, like mm. she, I wouldn't have been able to tell basically like the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I would have still had like a father figure in my life. Yeah. Um, but I think like her reasoning behind not wanting to do that was like obviously like. In Indian society, if you're a widower or a divorcee, you wouldn't exactly get married to a single person. You would probably get married to someone who's also a widower or an like a divorcee as well. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that comes like essentially the baggage of maybe more children. And she mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that I, if I, if she married and we had to live with them, like I would feel comfortable. And I feel like I don't know, maybe if she'd done it like a mm-hmm. year, two years in. Um, of my it would have been dad. fine for you. Yeah, but I think obviously, like for her, also mentally, she had to think like, okay, well, I was in love with this person when I married them, hmm. because my parents' love marriage was like a love marriage, which is quite unconventional um, hmm. in my family. Um, so obviously, there was that aspect of us aspect of it as well. Secondly, she had to make like a big decision of like, like going into work, and she hadn't actually like done any IT work. She had a degree, but she hadn't actually mm. done any IT like work in a company. She'd only done mm. like freelance stuff, and she had her own website. But that was about it. Like she had to obviously dis- decide a direction for her career. Um, she had like so many different things to worry about instead of getting married again. And also, she was quite young. Like she was twenty six, twenty seven. Mm. So I think when she made the decision to just like stay single and dedicate her life to me, I feel like 
she made that decision consciously she was thinking about me she was thinking about herself and mm. obviously like you're going to have issues like oh because you don't have two parents and like if you think about it logically of course a mm. lot of like my personality and like the way i am today is shaped by the fact that i've only had one parent and like yeah. some like the inner child or something you know like mm. obviously i have attachment issues i have abandonment issues blah blah blah, blah. but i mean i would never say like i didn't like my my mom was my dad and my mom was my mom too like that's not yeah. going to change yeah but i i just yeah i just i agree with a lot of that because when i was growing up i just never felt the need to have two parents so yeah. for me it was fine having just one yeah but um yeah i don't think i don't think i can miss out on a childhood with two parents cuz i've just never had it so what am i missing out on that right we were not yeah so like, so I, it's something child- that i have never known is something i can't relate to in fact i i do find it strange when people have two parents and i was younger i definitely found it strange because i, I don't was, i don't know about that it was obviously like it was obviously like a normal thing to have two parents and it I, was I, just it was just you know in those moments when you when your friend would say oh my mom says this but my dad is saying that like two yeah. different so so they don't know what to do and i'm like yeah. that that's so that's so that's so inconvenient right because <laughs> you should be able to make your own decisions your mom should be able to make your own decisions and that's why i was actually going to say as well like when i you mentioned something about like you know education and hmm. your both the parents had different like opinions hmm. on what should be done with hmm. my mom and uh, before before i went to school my mom and dad obviously had this whole same you know argument or like discussion mm. and my dad wanted me to go to a marathi medium school <laughs> and my mom wanted to go me to go in english to an english medium school because my mom obviously when she went to america it was really different for her right because she was like she was having to assimilate in a country with like a completely different language and my dad also did marathi medium but he his english was like much better than my mom's Mm-hmm. but i think my mom actually did have a vision vision for the future where she saw like english being like a lot more mm-hmm. you know useful instead of yeah. studying you know marathi in marathi like everything mm-hmm. in marathi like and yeah i mean that those kind of differences happen but at the end of the day at, le- at the day at least she could like make her own decisions after mm-hmm. he passed away. i'm not saying it's a good thing that he passed away so <laughs> decisions but i'm just saying like oh my god and she became very independent i think after getting married uh, after mm-hmm. like her passed away because she was able to like you know decide the course for her life she wasn't she finally had like i don't know indian men are a bit dominant from what i've heard so like, i feel like this is what happens when we don't grow up with a dad this these are not So we have we, we don't like indian men we don't have father figures in our life we have abandonment issues yeah, I, yeah essentially <laughs> let's let, let's fast forward now let's come to university sairi how was university for you did you feel did you feel the difference at university cuz school was relatively fine for both of us i guess i think it was yeah so university university oh dear so i'm still i'm still doing my masters i'm still yes. at uni yes yeah graduated last year hmm. um university has been a bit of a trip especially when it comes to indians abroad hmm. the diaspora not the diaspora hmm. people just people like us who came to uni hmm. um it's been an interesting dynamic i will say that i feel like if i say too much i will get called up to the kclsc again No, um, you literally won't. Like it's fine. Just say what you want to say. If it's too problematic, I'll edit it out. But I believe most of it in. So okay. So I think I think in this. So I was I I did history at university. If nobody on this podcast knew, I did history undergrad, and I'm doing like an MSc global affairs. Um, my degree didn't have a lot of Indians to begin with. The only hmm. Indians that I really came across at Kings were like through Facebook and like you know Indian hmm. talk. I guess. um the other the, most of the indians on my course were like indian diaspora so some of them were like had lived in sri lanka not mm. sri lanka sorry not sri lanka singapore sri lankans are sri lankans they're not indians um i'm just i'm just saying sri lankans like to be called sri lankans obviously 
um anyway singaporeans shout out to neema <laughs> um <laughs> that i was like someone from netherlands um this like i think there was one person hmm. one person in my year who was like indian like who came from india to the uk hmm. and lived in india all their life there was one more like who did history above in the year above me who was also from india india um anyway um having said that i think um the kinds of people that i came across outside of my degree that were indian were definitely um characters interesting characters that's why i spent my life at uni and they've they've shown me how how different people who grow up in different circumstances but in the mm. same city same country can have such dramatically different lives yeah i wouldn't say i was underprivileged because at the end of the day i'm still you're you're extremely privileged still but not as yeah. much as the people we saw no uh, so mm. these people were like you know they had two parents they lived like these lavish lifestyles where they can like go to clubs every day and like drink a lot of daru they would drive range rovers oh, for a living what was that sorry i cut out they would just they would drive range rovers for a living did they well all of them did all of them did okay well i didn't know that okay so uh, basically I, these are the people was, who just go to clubs they get their nails done they get coffee and that's all they do and Basically. they eat ubers in london oh yeah yeah they take ubers in london that's 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 why we don't But like don't them think... by the way <laughs> so so initially i had this idea that it was like just people from delhi who were like this like north india because i feel like riya and i are from maharashtra like no from, like, it doesn't matter i don't think it matters because i've actually met a few people who are also from delhi i, I would i'm going to disclaimer this i've met a lot of people from delhi only a very small minority of the people that i have met from delhi have been actually nice to me okay <laughs> everybody else that i have met from delhi has been the exact same like ultra rich unhinged no idea what happens in the world around them you know the same let's just call them who went to dps i don't know that I feel like I don't know what schools they went to for like they they definitely have some cult because uh, a lot of people have tried yeah. to teach me about this um Delhi school thing where you know there are a few elite schools that mean yeah. a lot and uh, somebody has tried to teach me What was that movie from with Irfan Khan about English the, medium Yeah English or Hindi medium one of them English medium I think <laughs> Hindi medium I think actually yeah. I don't know You know, I remember watching that, and I was like, "Oh, maybe you know, that's how they all got into school by giving money." It is possible. It you know, it's it's quite possible. But anyway, it's not up to us <laughs> to know that. But yeah, no, I think everybody from the people from Delhi definitely have a cult. Like these are the people that grew up together, went to the same schools, their parents went to the same schools, their grandparents yeah. knew each other. Anyway, so they have this generational cult, and they're all friends with each other. And they find yeah. it difficult to make it make friends with people outside their group. Outside in fact, school. in fact, I will not name who, but a yeah. friend, a friend who's in the Delhi Delhi the the the, the Delhi cult, told yeah. me, told me that these people are uh, literally said to my friend that oh yeah we just we just like ourselves like this group is fine we don't need to. make friends outside of this group and they have just come to uni right these are brand people who just come to uni to experience a new life and they refuse to make friends outside of their group because they want all their friends to have that rich cushy life you know like the backgrounds that they come from they do not want to even attempt to make friends of a different kind mm. yeah and i found that really really shocking I I mean I don't know like I again like as I was saying I had this perception that like all of these rich people these rich mm. Indians from Delhi or from North India but then I like realized after like that not really true. <laughs> yeah that's not really true they can be from anywhere and they can be still terrible. Yeah. I mean even mm. from Pune Mumbai like what like <laughs> Okay I just I just got what you were saying sorry I did I, I did not no, catch I that. I I wasn't like I wasn't like particularly like pointing to someone. Yeah. When I said but I just mean like even in South India West India like I've seen like I've definitely seen people who are like the same amount of rich. Um mm. 
I forgot where I was going with this. Yeah, yeah anyway, so I, I think it's not a geographical thing. I think mm. it's just like oh, having two parents and either one of them is like has made it in their lives. Mm. Usually it's the father, you know. Yeah, obviously I, it's the father because let's be yeah. honest. That let's be honest, they their their moms are not allowed to have a life. Yeah. Um and I think that Sorry if that offends you, but it's true. Sorry? What I'm just that? saying sorry if that offends you to the people listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's true. I was also thinking like that kind of brings us to that point where we like talk about arranged marriages, I guess, mm. because we that did have a big Yeah, we had a massive row with some people at uni. You mean just the one person? Just the one person. Actually no, it was more than one person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do I know the other people? I mean I will I will tell you like Okay, yes, it was okay. One of, we, will, we will move it on. Was of, it was one of the editors at um Indian Political Stock. Lovely. Who, yeah, who when I wrote my Indian matchmaking um comment piece, they were like, hmm. "Oh, maybe you frame your opinion in this way." Okay, I, like, I know who it is. Okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Hmm. I was like, that's that's literally not the point of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I I got it. I remember. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. So I feel like again, these are the same people who will be like, oh, my parents got arranged marriage, so it's okay. For yeah, marriage. I swear. Every time I've posted something about arranged marriages on my story, the most common opinion I get is, oh, but my parents had an arranged marriage, so it must be fine. Including the yeah, one person, yeah. including the one person who decided that she was um very um what am I saying offended by our opinions enough to complain about us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say like mm. yeah, I think so. That also kind of I think is like a point mm. of connection between these people yeah it's because it's because ideas of like how family structures in mm. india work i guess like patriarchy rich fathers arranged marriage where their moms aren't really allowed to have a life outside of the house yeah and that's how that's what shapes I'm their lifestyles Sorry? Maybe this is a bit too presumptuous of us. No, it's not. It's not really presumptuous because it's 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 true for the most part. I I won't I won't say it's true for everyone. There are obviously a few like rich people who have mm-hmm. successful fathers and have working mothers as well. But I would say it's true for maybe seventy to eighty percent of the people that we have seen at uni. because every time we bring up the topic the two times we've brought up the topic in fact uh, we've been at least like i know i know you have and we both have basically but we both have been told that oh my parents have a good marriage and they had an arranged marriage it doesn't mean that the dad is just putting drywall and the woman is just cooking in the kitchen you know who i'm talking about now i can see it in your face tiny but anyway yeah um Yeah there are a few people who support having these opinions based on their own parents but that's not what we were talking about anyway because we never brought up anyone's parents right we were talking about the concept they found the need to defend it with their own parents marriage like we had somehow come into their house and attacked them for it <laughs> like that's not that's not what happened we're just talking about our opinions and I'm those opinions I mean actually talking about the show concept yeah we were talking about the show with indian matchmaking and i mean i think that we were like attacking them is like a bit stupid when we were literally in talking about it in are you surprised are you surprised the same people sally the same people felt attacked when you weren't talking about them so i'm not even surprised but yeah the reason why we have these strong opinions on arranged marriages like at least for me It's because I have seen my parents arranged marriage, and that's oh, how I, I know. I didn't know they were arranged marriage. I oh, thought... they definitely were. Oh, okay. Yeah, and well, my family is full of arranged marriages as well. Yeah, so I've I've my opinion doesn't come just from theirs. 
obviously because then i would be a hypocrite for calling out the people who are justifying arranged marriages yeah. with their parents so obviously my opinion doesn't just come from there so it comes from a wider view where i have seen arranged marriages where women are you know sacrificing more compromising more yeah. and essentially they don't have a life outside of their marriage and yeah. because it's india if they were to have a divorce you can't really talk about it because you're not in a certain part of society which allows you to talk about it so you're either stuck there with an unhappy marriage where you're not respected or you leave and then you're shamed for it for the rest of your life so i think where my opinions come from i think they're quite valid mm. and these people just like refuse to see it but i have like every time now now that if now any time somebody comes to me and they're like um yeah but my parents had a great marriage and they had they had a great marriage so not all arranged marriages are terrible i'm just gonna i just reply to people with okay but if your dad left your mom today what would she do with her life yeah and that pretty much ends the conversation because obviously their moms have not had a career this whole time yeah. so they would be able to do nothing with their lives no, so And but it I kind of proves my point. But that kind of makes me happy that our pair, our moms have had like their own la- own life. Yeah, it definitely does because I think it makes us more empowered for sure. Because we've grown up seeing that oh, our moms have these careers and they have been like strong and independent and they are like completely empowered. So we don't grow up seeing that somebody is just you know bending down backwards for somebody yeah. else. and we've seen really headstrong women that's where we come from so obviously we are of that thinking we're also like really headstrong opinionated people because yeah, that's what we neither would we like to opinion opinionated i think mm. people just have like branded us as opinionated but i yeah, think we everyone's uh, opinionated we're just more comfortable sharing our opinions yeah and at the same time i feel like we've always been we've always had the opportunity to say what we've always mm. had on like we were mm. encouraged to our thoughts and mm. also I, i don't know maybe we're just like a lot more outspoken than other people i don't know why mm. we think like i don't know me i don't know it's just <laughs> i think so at university for sure we've been branded as somebody who's problematic and toxic just because we're not scared of saying what's on our mind like what would you rather i say it behind your back or should i say it in front of your face what would you rather right i would say I'd rather say it in their face like yeah exactly and there's a lot of people that really appreciate that that i'm really straightforward because i don't whatever's on my mind i literally just say it like it's not that i am saying something and thinking something else i'm not going to say that oh my god sairi you're the most amazing person in the world and wow oh my god you look so pretty when you look like an absolute asshole i will not do that i will tell you you look like an asshole and i i would not yeah that's i think that's better then being all but i think we have that understanding also right like if we're telling each other like hmm. if we're calling each other out we won't be yeah. offended for it like we'll obviously yeah. try to explain our actions to yeah. each other yeah yeah mad at each other for telling like oh if i say you're a drama queen you're not going to like get offended over it you're just going to be like i will okay, laugh so. over it i'm going to laugh yeah. over it and <laughs> like yeah sorry you're right i, I am I, a drama I queen we had like a few conversations where i feel like maybe you didn't understand what i was trying to say but hmm. it's not like i let it come between our yeah it's not like it's not like i'm saying no sally i don't care i'm just going to do something else i'm going to be this completely unfazed unhinged human being forget about that it's not like you hmm. you don't disrespect me hmm you're, yeah you're i do listen you're just trying to like you're just trying to help me evaluate my options basically yeah. like you're trying to give me a different perspective on it and i i don't think there's anything wrong with that and mm. i think that's what a lot of these people need to understand that i don't know if it comes from like a single parent childhood or not even like i think mm. it's just like understanding that not everything you not everything a person is saying has anything has any yeah just because it's criticism doesn't mean they're attacking you which is the yeah. which is something that like if certain people if certain people had understood that one concept that just because someone is criticizing you they're not attacking you and they're not screaming bloody murder at you 
if certain people would have understood that i think we could have avoided a whole lot of stuff that happened over the past year last yeah, year i think like, i feel like when we did start when we when we did start seeing the problems we did try to provide them with some productive solutions we weren't yeah. trying to we weren't trying to bully them or like tell them like oh you this is wrong that is wrong like oh mm. I I think we were saying that this is wrong that is wrong but we were trying yeah. to do it in a productive way we're like, like hey we why don't you like, try this why don't you try that here use this we did that and we did that for a long a long time point, after a certain point you kind of lose patience like it's a bit like I think we became like anarchic in a way we were like jai mata di matlab like we were just like done i think i think it wasn't even that it wasn't even jai mata di for me it was like i had cuz obviously i had a very different relation we tangent again like we're not on topic <laughs> this is why we should be pointers but anyway um i think yeah because i had a different relation with certain people I thought it would be best to talk to them directly Direct. before yeah. you know being like hey you're a cunt maybe get that stick out of your ass instead of doing that to them I spoke to them nicely explained but if no one's going to listen there's nothing much you can do right yeah that's true hmm but yeah I think I think a lot of our attitude comes from the fact that we've also spent a lot of our childhood being like oh you have we're not going to listen to you it's just being like shut down you know being yeah. made like and that's why we revolt a lot sooner than other people would I'm not mm. explaining this really well but I think you understand oh, yeah. what I'm saying <laughs> You understood what I'm saying. This is yeah, I think I Yeah, yeah. See, this is this is the thing like I don't think anyone's heard uh, like us interacting with each other before. But no. usually when I talk to Saira, I never have to like explain. I just say random words and she's understood what I've said. So, yeah, because I don't know, I feel like we've talked to each other so much now like we actually know. We I think we know how to anticipate what the other person or like we just understand what the other person is yeah. saying it's not it's not organic and natural like it's like ria and i are like two old aunties playing bingo as a retirement host no it's like we're a retired couple like not retired sorry, like an old married couple who don't need to speak to each other anymore to um, explain what's going on in our heads obviously we can't go like so far away I'm so glad But you like, can't see my face. <laughs> yeah, Ria is like going ballistic right now. She's like laughing so much. It's too um, funny. But yeah, Sairi and I haven't explained each other to each other in a very long time. Like we just kind of, we just kind of talk at each other and the other person gets it. Yeah and I feel like sometimes we don't even like we just like talk to each other about our own things on two different like <laughs> we're having, having, anyone... having two different conversations with each other like I'll say something and she'll just bring something else up or like she'll tell me something and I'll just bring something else up like there's no conversation between us that is ever coherent <laughs> we're just telling each other what happened in our day <laughs> that's it <laughs> it's funny because it's true it's like if anyone's ever seen our conversations like It's like you're, you're going to tell me about your day and this is what I ate and it that's not what she's talking about usually I'm just making rubbish examples yeah. but if Sairi's telling me about her day and she's eating this food and she made it this way I just feel like oh my god you know what this bitch did to me yesterday I <laughs> <laughs> actually do that is, I can confirm that that does happen we just like and then I won't say anything and she'll tell me anyway <laughs> like It's sometimes like, I'm not my phone that's literally the same with rusty as well like every time uh, i'm like oh my god can i tell you about what happened he would say no and then i'm continuing to tell him what happened i'm like i don't like sometimes mute my phone like, i have to put it on do not disturb cuz like rias blasting my phone and i can't i can't focus on anything else cuz she's like <laughs> You must mean the vibrating noises it sounds like i'm fighting but it was like me trying to like emulate the vibration <laughs> that's only happened when really big things happen i don't otherwise spam you 
It's only when really big things happen I spam you. I'm like, oh my god, you know what this bitch did? <laughs> and the last time that happened was a few months ago. So I haven't spammed you in recent times. No, it's been. I think it's been a while. But sometimes I even when you're sending like five messages in one go, I'm just like mute. <laughs> oh, that's just, that's that. That's just because I don't I don't write everything in one message. I send like seventeen messages instead of sending everything in one text. podcast this so is the next this is a little sneak peek into our next podcast next podcast we also have another podcast coming up on um crazy anatomy and sidi will do her homework and catch up on the latest season oh, God, i have to actually watch crazy anatomy it's been way too long since um, i'm i'm two episodes um behind and then i'll be caught up mm. and i have my opinions so then we can discuss But anyway, we have fun things coming. So please, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I don't. I I'm actually really curious to see how it turns out because I don't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. I think it's fine. I don't think we I don't think we did anything. I think we can like edit stuff out or like add extra stuff. What do you want to edit out? I don't know. I think you'll be able to tell anyway. Yeah. Like I don't even have to tell you. Anything. I think I think it's fine. I think it's fine without editing. So I'm just gonna put the whole thing up because we didn't do anything shady. Oh, we did. You have to like. You have to go back and listen. You said, <laughs> you, said you cut some stuff out. So. We yeah. edited this. All right, everybody else. Thank you for listening to yes, thank this. Thank you. <laughs> don't know if, why. If there, was, if there was a very abrupt ending, it's because I randomly cut it out because we rambled on about. what parts of this um podcast we should edit and what we should not edit okay anyway bye bye Say also bye, i Kylie. think the only people who actually listened to this were like people that actually like us or people that really hate us. yeah 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 it's definitely going to be the people who really hate us will listen to the whole thing for yeah. sure i can name them to you but i will do it on whatsapp because i'm not going to name them here sorry <laughs> i'm not going to give you air time and then rusty will listen to this i think ayush would and ayona would prashasti would i'm just going to send it to people and if they read it they read it i don't care and if they read it they listen to it and they listen to it okay and that's it that's for podcast number 1 podcast link is going on my tender bio <laughs> yeah You can only date me if you can only go on dates with me if you listen to the whole podcast <laughs> Anyway. My friend was saying. My friend was saying it's good that you guys are doing this podcast instead of having to repeat everything that you put on Instagram stories. <laughs> yes. Also, okay. like we don't have to hash out our traumas with our future boyfriends. Like, oh my god! Just, like, Now it's gonna be like, there. Listen to that podcast. Yeah. I'm staying okay. single with Harty, by the way. What? Anyway, that's that's a, that's a topic for the next podcast. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye everyone. Ta-ta. <laughs> Ta-ta. Bye Sari. Bye.